You are listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the 99% Healthy Podcast. With Bobby and Michelle. (laughs) Episode 19. We're back. We're back. Here we are. How are you, Bobby? I'm excellent. Good. That's fantastic. Did you have a good week? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute. Busy week. Busy week is true. And you got a busy week coming up too. Busy two weeks coming up. Oh, yeah. Um, Spring's here. Although, (laughs) the weather this week, you're going to... Oh, my gosh. It snowed today. I know. What the heck? It snowed. I was like... I thought spring was coming. Yeah. It's we like get busy. This I saw this. Did I say this last episode? I think I did. That the mother nature is like calling out lottery numbers. The temperatures oh. outside are like lottery numbers. It's yeah, like, like 12, yeah. 75. Yeah. Like one day it's 40, 75, the next day it's 32. 45. We just can't catch a break here in Pennsylvania, but that's no. that's life. So, but it's yeah. coming. Spring is coming. Yeah, we're busy. We're busy. We're bu- we're so busy. In fact, we're recording later on a Sunday afternoon. Than we normally do. Yeah. Barely, it's actually evening, technically. Yeah, it is. Technically, it's night. It definitely is because I'm in my pajamas. <laughs> right. I mean, it's still semi-pandemic life, so being in pajamas doesn't really describe the time of day very well. Oh, so this is so funny. I just told this story to another friend, but uh, a friend of mine, her birthday's coming up, and she sent me a text. We, we were in a group text, and she said, um, you know, come on over to my house. We're going to celebrate my birthday next Friday. And I said, can I wear sweatpants? And she was like, yes, you can wear sweatpants. So I think that's just become a standard now. And it's funny, today, too, we had somewhere to go. And um, as soon as I got home, I just went right upstairs and changed right into the comfy clothes. Like, I don't even stay in. I used to call them real people clothes. I don't even wear my real people clothes anymore. If I can get away with wearing sweatpants or joggers, I'm there. Yeah, athleisure. Athleisure. It's going to be in, in every time clothing category soon enough. Absolutely. No makeup, hair back in a ponytail, you know. Living my best life over here. So what do you got for me here, episode 19? Well, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about this past week. As you guys know, if you listened last week, we were just starting. Actually, we hadn't even started yet. We were starting Monday. It was going to start the next day. Starting the next day, we were starting our 21-day no sugar challenge. How you doing? I was doing okay. Was was doing doing okay? I was doing good. What happened? I was doing good. What happened? Well, the the the, the previously discussed, um, you know, birthday party happened Friday. So I had my piece of cake on ice cream cake on uh, Friday night. But I also had another piece today. So, you know, I just, you know, you know, wait, there hold on. and I, it looked really good. I actually have to comment about this. Because, but other than that, it was a pretty good week. Well, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference of opinions. Folks. There's definitely a difference of opinion. Um, well, let's talk about. Are you feeling any different? Um, a little more energy, less tired. Okay. Okay. Definitely. I was. I think like the previous week before I started the challenge, I was dragging a bit. Like I was like uh, kind of like. Well, it was. We were just coming off of daylight savings too, right? So I think that that's like a week where people are like trying to figure it out because like our sleep gets messed up and our the sun you know you're you're getting up and it's light out and then you when you're driving home it's dark out like the your day gets a little confusing with daily savings although I feel like I didn't really have an issue with it this year I think it was typical for me like the second day was the the hardest I was the most tired that second day but after that it was okay I really didn't have too much of a problem um felt a little different 
But other than that, I went to bed on time. I slept well. Okay. Woke up normal. Okay, so back to this week. Yeah, this week. So you feel like you had more energy yeah, than less, the previous less week. Yeah, less tiredness. Um, Imagine. You know, less, less, you know, late day. Late day sleepies. Sleepies, yeah. Imagine if you really took it real seriously. What are you, what are you alleging? Okay. What are you alleging okay. over there on your microphone? Okay, so wait, I have to go back to what you said about the ice cream cake because it's so funny. <laughs> I didn't even notice that you had the ice cream cake today. I watched you like he was running a knife under hot water and I couldn't see it, but I could hear the hot water dispenser going and I could hear I could hear it. And I was like, what are you doing? And you were like, how else am I going to cut the ice cream cake? I have to put the knife under the hot water. And I it didn't even register to me. However, earlier in the day. When you had pretzels in your hand, I was like making the no, no at you. I was shaking my finger at you and saying, no, no. I didn't even think about it when I saw you eating the ice cream cake. I don't know. I Like, it didn't even – I don't know. Is that it, funny? I guess. I thought you were going to yell at me again. And I, again, I, I it wasn't even, like, in my brain. I probably was like, oh, I want ice cream cake. Although I really didn't want ice cream cake. Yeah. Um, it was good. It was good. I, was it as good I, today, Sunday, as it was on Friday when you had it? No, it was definitely better like that first time because yeah. it was just like new, it was fresh. And I mean, it was good ice cream cake. It was half chocolate, half cookies and cream. The cookies and cream I could have done without, not my thing. But the um, chocolate was good enough. I mean, good chocolate. Yeah, you're a chocolate. He yeah. loves anything chocolate. But here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose violence in my opinion about ice cream cake. And I think I'm going to upset some of the listeners. But I do not like the cookie crumble <gasps> middle layer. Of the I don't think cake. we can stay married. How did I not know this about you? We've uh, been married for 18 years. How do I not know this? Well, I've always been indifferent to it. Like, okay, this is the thing that separates the layers of ice cream cake. It just exists, right? And I never ever was a fan of it. But not last week, but the week before, one of our guys from the office came back from being on leave. And he got the office an ice cream cake. And it was from a local dairy farm place. And uh, it had chocolate ice cream and like a quarter inch layer of fudge. Instead of the crispies. Instead of the, the crunchies. Okay. Crunchies. Fudge. Like the fudge you would put on top of a, of, a, of a sundae, right? But just not hot fudge. It was just ice cold fudge. Okay. And so it was like a solid layer of. Yes. Yeah. And it was the best ever. Okay. Like so good. So, so it just solidified my dislike of the of the chocolate crunchies. Okay, so then the next time you ha- wow, you got ice cream cake twice in like a two week like in one month. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it's just amazing. It was so so fortunate. Wow, I like. Yeah, this is my. I get my, it like once a year. This is my PSA for folks to leave the work from home office and go back to the in office for all the goodies. So or you, not. So you uh, can have have ice cream cake. It was funny though because we were talking about a, that exact thing at work and that a lot of people that are back in the office are thankful because they're eating less junk because it was so convenient at home. So yeah. anyway, how yeah, am I doing? I could see that. I had one more piece of ice cream cake than I intended to in a three-day period. But other than that, I'm doing okay, okay with, the exception, with the exception okay. of your objection. Okay. And my objection is, guys, well, okay. Well, so wait a second. No, this is no, a no, massive no, disagreement no. we have here. Okay. This was supposed to be a no added sugar diet for me like like thing challenge uh-huh. well i'm having oh no it was i 
brought home. No, oh, let me tell them. Let me tell them. Please, let me tell them. But no, know, if you could see how red his face is right I'm now. I'm red. His face I'm is so. I'm just excited. Why are you excited? Because the audience is going to be on my side. Okay, people. Are you going to be Team Bobby or Team Michelle on this one? On Monday, now, mind you, we Monday was the day, the first day that we started this 21-day challenge. Bobby comes home from work, and he works in New Jersey where they have really great yeah, New York-style bagels. I came home with He them. brought home not just like a dozen. A, cu- a dozen in like a big brown tote bag that has like the handles on it. Like, How else are you going to carry a dozen bagels? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Bagels so are not against the I, no sugar added diet. I flipped out. It's bread. I did not sign up for, and this is the facts, folks. Facts, not cap. I did not sign up for a no carb diet. Do you know though what happens in your body when you eat a bagel? So right, we we did end up researching this and verifying that you know high glycemic foods like white breads cause a uh, great increase in your insulin response. And when your insulin is high, your body, it, it, you can't you can't burn fat. You can't right. do anything when your insulin is high. So right. if you continue to eat... Now, I agree with you. You did not sign up for a no-carb diet, but if you can... And I did not sign up for a low-carb diet. If you continue... I signed up to remove added sugars from okay. my diet. If you continue to eat those things, though, it's not really helping you to not crave sugars. I mean, you're really just going to cause insulin spikes and you're going to have sugar cravings anyway. So you're not really helping yourself. But well, I will I'm give gonna you... Well, I'm going to create insulin spikes to assume that it's going to create Can a Can I tell them what craving. happened after we had that large fight? Even our kids came down and were like, stop, like, stop yelling but, at each other. It was a, It was a healthy conversation. But I was trying to explain to him about insulin spikes... And I just got so frustrated that now I have to tell you, my but husband. The insulin, but the insulin spikes can happen. You but should they don't have been. Nece- a, but they ne- don't necessarily mean you're going to have a craving. You should That's have been argument. a lawyer. He yeah. should have been a lawyer because the things he was coming back at me with, I started to doubt myself, and I'm pretty knowledgeable in this I'm a good stuff. Lawyer. So I just walked away, and then about right. 15 minutes later, he came into my office and he popped his head in the door and he said, "I'm sorry, you were right." Well, that was only because because of the insulin spike portion, but he I said I found I found at Harvard. A Harvard document and an NIH document that support everything that you said. Not everything. Just the fact that 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 white sugars do increase your your insulin response. Oh, but those same studies were very interesting. They also showed a very little to no insulin response from eating rice. Really? Yes. Yes. So it was rice is like completely the opposite. Did response. it say why? Um, I didn't get into the articles because it was just a, it was just comparing um, three types of popular carbohydrates. And what, what were the other the, ones that the, it compared? Uh, I forget the name in the middle one. It was a um, Indian food, but um, it's like a it was like a an Indian bread, a okay. traditional like Indian, a naan or something like that. It had a different name though. Okay, but anyway, you know, just think of a big spike um, in terms of insulin, and what happens is your insulin increase peaks within you know the first thirty minutes of eating that high glycemic food, and then it takes ninety minutes to tail off. Um, so it's a quick spike up and then a slow tail to run off. Well, the rice had the most minor little increase, like like fractional. It was like 10% of the of the high glycemic bread. And then it it actually, at the hour mark, dipped below 
the starting point. That's interesting. Because the negative insulin response. That yeah, is really interesting. So I would really like to learn more, inf- more more about that. And maybe yeah. you can put that link in well, the show I, notes. I have the two of those, so I did send we'll those We'll put those you. in the show notes because those yeah. of you that are interested in learning more. I'm but, not a rice person. But I, I don't like rice. But I have a feeling question for people. I have a feeling question for you. A feeling question. Okay. Yeah, so what, when I have and, – and I like bagels and I have them probably – Say like, the word again. <laughs> I like I like bagels. Ba- bagels. Bagels. Ba- I know. We get teased, guys, because that's one I of the say, words. I've always pronounced it. I, I say bagels. I it's, don't know why. We're like from Philly, and it's like a Philly like bagel. Is it really to say that? There's a whole know. bunch of words. Actually, our daughter said we need to have a podcast on words that we say that sound funny. Bagel. Yeah. Bagel. Go ahead. When I was a kid, I spelled it B-E-G-E-L, too. People were like, like it's, it's a, like it's Microsoft a, Word. Why are you underlining that in red? It's a, ba- oh, a bagel. I it a ba- yeah. yeah, bagel. Okay, bagel. go ahead. Right. But I'll have them like, yeah, three, four days a week. But I don't ever have like a craving because I've had them. Like never like. Okay, so what if you like had a craving. choice between like sons? If someone said to you, "Okay, Bobby, today you can either have your your breakfast bagel, or you can have a slice of ice cream cake," which one would you choose? Oh, if I had a choice between the two. Yeah. Because really, what we're trying to do is create balance here, right? We're not saying any food is bad. I mean, there are foods out there that are bad, but I mean, for me. I try not to I label know, it my foods. It depends on the time of the day. If you're asking me in the morning, I choose the bagel. If you're asking me at night, I choose the ice cream cake. Well, what if you were planning for tomorrow? Oh, if I was planning for tomorrow, like I could choose one, like, not both? Yeah, yeah. Like tomorrow. Tomorrow's Robert's birthday. So are you going to be a little bit more careful earlier in the day so that you can enjoy the nice chocolate cake that we have waiting for him tomorrow? Oh, yeah. I would definitely avoid excess carbohydrates earlier in the day and certainly no sugars. Um, if there was something planned for the evening, yeah, I'd okay. like a regular piece of cake. So, um, okay, because well, that's really what it's all about—is balance, right? Right. So, yeah. So one of the things that I like to do is I use my Lose It app to track those calories and balance those things out. Bagels are so dense and they're so high in calories. If I was going to take that 350 calories or whatever a bagel is, I would rather eat. Fun fact: know. They vary greatly in calories, wildly in calories. Like the span of the calorie count of bagels when you go look them up in the in the app is amazing. So like the Thomas's bagels you buy in the supermarket, they're the soft, yeah, the soft bagels. Don't like them. Not a fan. Yeah, not a fan. They're not the best, but they're like two hundred and sixty calories. But if you have a deli bagel, you're looking anywhere between three fifty and four twenty. Oh, but that's bagel. worth it. Like I, that's a treat. Right. That's a treat. I love, right. I love and everything. But that's bagel. just calories. And if you think of those calories, they're almost all coming from carbohydrates. So it's right. a huge amount of carbohydrates. And that's not even intake. including like the quarter pound of, of, cut, of cream cheese that you're putting on, the big slab of cream cheese or the butter that you're putting on there. I mean, you yeah. could you could make that bagel into a thousand calorie easy, like, you know, half your calories for the day. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. A little too much there. Going back to what was my feeling question. I'm still here. I'm holding it on my finger over here. What What is, you said you had a feeling question for me. Oh, yeah. Do you... Do you feel cravings or problems because when you have too many carbohydrates or a large carbohydrate food, like a bagel? Let's stick with the bagel theme. Um, I Okay, so here's what I noticed about myself. And full disclosure, guys, I, I 
I don't even know how to say this out loud because I don't even know who's listening, but I grew up uh, dieting since I was 10 years old. I grew up as an overweight kid, so it was always in the forefront of my mind, always. I labeled foods good and bad. I had good food days, bad food days. If you're out there and you can relate, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've since overcome that, um, and I consider myself recovered. Um, but I, So it's I feel of, like— A lot of incorrect labeling in the 80s and 90s. Absolutely, to, right? and I think there's a lot more um, knowledge now behind— Everything, but in personal accountability as well. Um, so I also had to do a lot of digging on why I was eating and why I was choosing certain foods. I mean, obviously, there are there's dopamine responses that happen when you when you eat sugar and when you eat carbohydrates. There are, and these studies have been shown that say like the same response happens in the brain that happens if you were to do heroin or cocaine. They, they are addictive. So you you have that dopamine response. It makes you happy. You want more, right? Oh, the same with the social media. The, yeah. the doom scrolling. Yep. It, it's a form of instantaneous dopamine and you keep scrolling because you're looking for that next, yep. that next, the next high, next the enjoyment. Next, yep. Yep. It's very bad. It is very bad. Very bad. So anyway, so that was just a little side note. Um, so I feel like I've had time to dig on this a little bit. So I feel like, wait, repeat the question. <laughs> do I feel, what was the question? It was if I have, do I have the carbohydrates? Cravings, the do I, feel like, I feel like I make worse food choices when I start my day. If I were to start my day with a bagel, I would make bad food choices for the rest of the day or not the best food choices for the rest of the day. Um, I don't drink anymore, but when I used to drink, if I were to have you know, wine with friends and the next day wake up in the morning, I would immediately be hungry. Like, and I don't usually wake up hungry. It's usually, you know, I have my coffee and, but I think that there's definitely a blood sugar thing that happens that if you are conscious of it and aware of it, you will figure out what your trigger. I don't know if there's a better term, but trigger foods is what I want to say that your, your body will respond to. So, um, for me, a bagel is not a good choice. It sets me up for failure for the rest of the day. So um, does that answer your question, sir? Oh, it does. No, that's exactly what I was going for. I was like, and, and, and for you, you don't feel that way? No, I tend to just look at it as, you know, a breakfast food. And then if there's a lunch decision, then I'll make a lunch food. But w what I tend to look at is not necessarily the food type. And what that drives me to something different is, is the quantity, right? So if I have, let's say I have a bacon, egg, and cheese on a bagel, right? No, that's a that's a hefty breakfast, right? That's not something you would like. It's a lot of calories. How would I so handle lunch, that? So lunch would probably be a salad. Okay. Right? Something with, with a lot less carbohydrates, if none, impossible. And so that would be like, you know, grilled chicken salad, chicken Thai salad. That's how I would balance that 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 meal out. Okay. So there, there is, I feel like I'm getting through to you a little bit, but then that's, that's pretty much how, how I, I think it, it comes down to really just listening to how your body responds. But I think when your body is so full of carbohydrates and full of processed foods, you, your brain physically cannot, like you can't feel how you, you don't know how, how good feels because you're eating just junk with preservatives and stuff. So I watched, so, um, I watched a documentary this week. It's called Fed Up. Have you heard of Fed Up? It's it's on Netflix. No, I have not heard of that so one. it was out in 2014. It's narrated by Katie Couric. Very 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 good documentary. Highly recommend it. Um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. I actually it's on YouTube. I found it and sent it to a couple of friends. Talks all about how the food industry is keeping us sick. 
keeping us sick. A friend said, a friend who is a nurse said to me this the other day. She said, if you have a heart attack or a stroke and you go to the hospital and, you know, you stay in the hospital for a couple of days and they're trying to get you healthy, what do they do? Clear broth. No. Like, what else? Um, Cheerios because they're heart healthy and Cheerios are, you know, I don't know. What, what are they? General Mills? Yeah. If you do the research and people, you got to dig. You got You have to dig because these food companies are in cahoots. Like, they are keeping us sick. You got to know. You got. You just have to know. It sounds like a big conspiracy, but I promise you, it's not. So, so what, why are Cheerios not considered a good food? Well, because they're, they're, now, they're a whole grain now. There's sugar. Remember the other day you went and looked at the. Um, oh, I was so The multi grain Cheerios. Yeah, because I wanted to have some Cheerios and eight I, grams I, of added sugar in your multi grain Cheerios. Was it eight? I thought it was six. It was eight. Eight grams, eight grams of multi of, of added sugar in multi grain Cheerios. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so there's a there's there's a there's a, a sweetener spray put on it to sweeten them up a little bit. They have that little bit of a glossy sheen. It's probably nothing more than sugar water, uh, but that adds up per serving, and that was like surprising to me. And I've got to tell you, my other favorite cereal probably has just as bad because I like Raisin Bran, oh, and everybody Raisin knows Bran. Raisin Bran. The raisins are tossed in sugar. And you know what else you like? Shredded wheat and shredded wheat has, has frosted. So like these, yeah. those are like three cereals that you think would be on the healthier side, and they're not. And actually, in this documentary, Dr. Mark Hyman, who I follow, and if you don't follow doc, Dr. Mark Hyman on socials, you should follow him. He's incredible. Um, he actually talks, and they, he, they show a graphic, they show a video of pouring um, cornflakes into a bowl, and, they, and then they actually turn the cornflakes into sugar. But he says, your body does not know the difference if you're eating frosted flakes or you're eating regular corn flakes it doesn't know the difference because your body just sees it as the same thing you have to watch the documentary it was so good i thought of you a million times while i was watching it yesterday it was very enlightening but um, regular corn flakes don't have any added sugar in them do they they don't good but corn's not really the best thing for you watch the documentary okay. you'll understand but it really it follows childhood obesity there was no childhood obesity in 1980 none none and in 2014, when this documentary was created, there were over 52,000 cases. And we know that's grown since. I mean, we're that's eight years ago. So it is a serious epidemic. And what has changed? Well, we're not active anymore. And our food industry has completely changed. So do your research. Know what you're putting into your body. Know what you're feeding to your family. It, I can't stress it enough. It is so, so important to know what is out there and what we are putting into our bodies because what we are eating is making us sick. And that's so sad because we're supposed to be nourished. So anyway, that's my uh, my TED talk. My no, TED talk. I, so we are yeah. entering week two this week. Um, I don't know. I haven't checked the freezer if the bagels are gone, but please don't bring any more home this week. No, there's there are plenty left actually. I think there's <laughs> that's because I haven't been left. I haven't been eating them. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, even even on a side note when you were saying, you know, bacon egg and cheese sandwich, sometimes I'll want to have that. But I'll just eat a half of one, and you know that about me. You'll, you'll sometimes you'll even just offer me half of yours or something. I, you know, it, sometimes the whole one is too. I, I think I want it, but really, just like you were saying with the cake, with ice cream cake, you know, the second time you have it, it's really not as good as the first. Sometimes time. you just want to taste, and sometimes you don't eat the whole thing. Right, you and so you that. made pizza on Friday, and he made oh my gosh, how many different varieties of pizza did you make? Like six well, different five varieties? pies, and, so, and so they were all a little different. And you know, I was I wanted to be super careful, but I also I didn't want to over 
overindulged. So I did have, you know, a half a slice of each. And they were, I don't know, how big was that? Those little slices, they were small, smaller yeah, than weren't, a, they weren't a that deck big. of cards. And so because I wanted to taste each one. And af- after we were all done eating the pizza, we all said, you know, what What was your favorite one of all the pizza, the ones we had? We had pepper and onions and we had... Uh, your uh, pepperoni. Br- there was pan pizzas. There was round pizzas on the pizza stone. There was a white pizza. There and then there was pizza, like your great grandmother's recipe a, with breadcrumb on it. Yeah, great so grandmother's we Sicilian. tasted it and we were all sitting around talking about what our favorite one was. And I had to say my favorite one was the first one because that was like the first bite of pizza. Like that one tasted the best. Have you ever heard of the three bite rule? Yes, you've told it to me, and I don't remember what it is. The three bite rule, so I'm like forgetting what you told basically, me. like if there's anything that you want to have, have three bites of it and be done. So, like I used to do this little trick, and I don't eat a lot of sweets anymore. But you know, Christmas time, Christmas cookies were around, and if I had like a chocolate chip cookie, I would break the cookie in half, and I would just, and then I would break it in half again, and I would eat, you know, a piece of it, because if you really pay attention to the sensory part of food, by the time you get to that third, fourth, fifth bite, it doesn't. It doesn't really taste good. Then you're just eating just to eat and you're chewing it and you're not – it's not as giving you that instant pleasure as much as when you have that first couple of bites. Three-bite rule is can be very, very effective, especially if you're trying to lose weight. So anyway, I digress. We could go on and on. You know, this is my forte. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> so, thinking of cookies right now. So <laughs> sorry. Me. He does make a mean chocolate chip cookie. You got me he sidetracked. really does make a good chocolate chip cookie. Oh, I had – so the same – wait. The same day somebody brought in – the ice cream cake. Oh, no. So we brought in homemade chocolate chip cookies. Y'all want to work where Bobby and works? they were so good. They were, they were now people who, who know making different ways to make chocolate chip cookies, they were brown butter chocolate chip cookies. Where you brown the butter in the pan and then you make, you make them. Okay. Yeah. That's. I'll take your word for it. Good. But uh, wow, that sounds like a yeah. fun day at the office. So my goal for, for this week is to, um, to do two things. I'm going to return to no added sugars uh, Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. And then. What do you mean Monday through Friday at 2 p.m.? What does that mean? We'll come back to that. And then and then um, also uh, consciously look to reduce the carbohydrates I would consume at, at each meal so that I know what I would normally have. And if I can have an alternate food, I'm going to choose that. Or I'm going to try to do something with like out half the bread. Like, so if I get a burger, we're going to do half the roll, right? Or maybe even a lettuce wrap, lettuce roll, right? I love a lettuce roll. Let, right. So we're going to try – that's that's going to be Monday through Friday at 2 o'clock. Okay. So Monday through Friday at 2 o'clock and tell them why. Well, I'm going to – I'm going golfing. Yeah. He's going away on yeah. a little golf trip. Yeah. So going on a little golf trip with the boys. So, so we're yeah. going to have some nice dinners and steaks and, and – But you and can still be conscious because your friends are, are pretty health conscious. So I think they'll be um, – I think you'll be in good company. And you're yeah. not a big drinker, so no. we don't have to worry about that. No, no. You're going to have a good time. I'm excited Quality, for him to, not quantity. That's I'm excited for him to go. This man deserves this trip, and I'm, I know he's so much looking forward to it. So Yeah, three days golfing. I think we're going to have two clear days and one drizzly day, but whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's going to be fine, and it's going to change. Yeah, it's going to be fun. The weather the weather's going to change before yeah. that. So, so that's next week. So this week you're going to try your best, and that's mm-hmm. okay. We are, you know, that's all we can do. And I'm excited for week two, guys. I am still leading a group on in social media. We've got, um, I believe, oh my gosh, the group the group just continues to grow every day. But we have really found some great support. We just got it. We had a Zoom call right before I was here to do the podcast. 
um, I was on a Zoom call with all of them, just a weekly check-in, and they're just such great people. They support each other, um, and people are just learning. And I told them tonight, if there's one thing that this group does, if you can learn to read a label, that is the most important thing because I think we are so unaware of the things that are added to our foods and the sugars that are added to our foods. So going into week two is going to be great. I feel really great. I'm sleeping great. I, I never really had problems sleeping, but I do feel like very well rested. Um, I've had more energy. I'm back to the gym every day. I went every day last week. And today on the Zoom call, I actually, well, actually on the Zoom call, when I turned the camera on, I thought my face looked a little thinner. And today, actually, when we were at my brother's house, my sister-in-law told me that it looked thinner. So I was like, okay. So I think there's a little bit less inflammation happening. I have been drinking a ton more water. Um, and I'm not really doing this for weight loss. I'm just doing it to feel better. Um, I'm not a fan of the scale. I feel I feel good. And that's what's important. Yeah, I can't stress enough drinking your water. Drinking water is so important for, you know, all of your body. Sleep, yeah. Good sleep, good yeah. skin. Very, yeah. very important. Good skin. Good skin. <laughs> You want good that good skin. skin. Good that skin. good skin. Well, that comes. What you know, your your skin is actually a total like it's mimicking what's going on inside your body. So if you've got nastiness happening inside your body, it's going to show on the outside. So it absolutely is a representation of what's going on on the inside. So take care of your hydration and make sure that you um, are eating your greens and that your gut is healthy. Make sure you're taking your, your supplements for your healthy gut. One last thing I want to say before we're going, and this is not a sponsor, but I'm going to plug this book that I'm reading, which I've been not wanting to tell people about, but I'm going to start telling people about it. Have you all heard of Jay Shetty? If you don't follow Jay Shetty on the socials, follow Jay Shetty. He's amazing. He is... Um, he is a monk. Well, he's a former monk. And he wrote a book. He's very positive. Um, he wrote a book called Think Like a Monk. And it is a New York Times bestseller. Um, I, you know, it is written from a monk perspective, but it's it's all about, it literally says, train your mind for peace and purpose every day. Ooh, I so, like that. Um, I was a little hesitant being a Christian going into this book, but it really is not so much a spirituality book as it is about looking inward and finding your your purpose and um, and being able to change your thoughts and train your thoughts and just living a more positive and productive life. So don't be scared when it says monk. It's not like going to turn you, you know, change you or suck you into a cult or anything like that. But I am learning so much from this book. Every night when Bobby comes up to bed, I'm like in there, I'm like highlighting it in my pencil and he like wants to go to sleep and I'm like, oh, just one more page. I just need to read one more page. I'm, I am just loving this book so much. It's Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. If you're looking for something to read or listen to on Audible, just plugging this book, not a sponsor, but had to share it because I love it. I can't nice. wait. I can't wait to finish it. But Good like, book. I also, nice. I also don't want to finish it. But I can't wait to finish it. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should have like Michelle's book corner at the end of every episode. Oh, do, I love that because you do have a, a a book panache. I I do. My yeah. have you seen the Amazon cart lately? I did. I was and I said this to Ava too because she bought herself a bunch of books, because um, she likes reading her books, and she both you know um, uh, indie writers and authors mm -hmm. on the internet on mm -hmm. Wattpad and. Um, What's that? Wattpad? What's that? Wattpad. W. What, what is Wattpad. that? Wattpad. It's just, it's a place where independent authors can publish their, um, you know, their writings, fiction, nonfiction. Because oh, yeah. I want to write a book. Think of it as. Maybe I can write Think there. of it like um, um, an app version of a blog. We used to blog. Mm -hmm. and But it's for writing a novel. And actually the authors can actually release the chapters 
as they write them. Oh. So, like, the people who subscribe to the books can then get a notification when the next chapter's up. I love that. So it's kind of like a it. podcast, but it's like, a, is it only nonfiction? I, I'm sure it's all genres. I doubt there's a, there's a, there's a. Maybe that's what I need because, you know, I'm going to write a book this summer. Sure. Yeah. That's amazing. We'll have to, yeah. I need to read. Well, think, of it, think of it as like the social media-fying um, and appifying of books, book writing and book reading. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Ava has been, you can buy them on Amazon and is it? No, no. Well, what app, what, what pad is a. It's an app. It's an app on okay. the phone. Okay. An iPhone app. Right. But she also has regular traditional paper books because she does like reading paper books. I like to read paper books. I know you can read Amazon. on devices. She's I ordered can't. $50 of books. Yeah, she got a, oh, she got an Amazon. She got a yeah. gift card for her birthday. Her books. She's so all she ordered books. It. That's great. I love when yeah. I hear that kids are reading. But the reason why I was mentioning it is I said to her and I'll say to you is let's not forget these things called libraries. They still exist, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, very often you're already paying for them in your taxes. Yes. Um, and you should get your library card and go in there and you know check, what? check out books. And I'm going to do it tomorrow. And, and I am. Another PSA for libraries. Um, you know, librarians, you know, they may be a little weird. Let's face it, librarians are, can be a little different, but um, they're also very resourceful, right? And so if they don't have a book, maybe another library that they connect with can have the book. And here's a secret tip. Librarians have a little bit of a budget. So if the book is something that might be popular and you can convince the librarian as such, they could maybe they might buy the book for the library and then you can borrow it. Amazing. Yes. Yes. Amazing. So there's a little bit of my, my library PSA for you today. I love that. Thank you for that. Yeah. Because my Amazon cart is filled with probably $500 worth of books. Because you know when I pick one and I read the reviews and it's got great reviews. So I like put it in the cart. Right. And well, then it's then, like. And then Amazon says. You might also like this. Uh, if you like this author. Right. Or then it's like you can buy that with this one and this one by the same author. And it and, and then it like adds it all together for you. And it's only like $31.96. And, and you're like, okay, uh, give them all to me. Other people like this. Yeah. So like I have like 500 books in my Amazon cart. And so I, what you're just saying is you're a sucker for the marketing. I, I am. But I do love to read also, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm very into self-development and anything that has to do with, you know, how I can better myself. So yeah. um, those are the kind of books I tend to read. And I added and I added three books, three books, four books to my uh, iBooks on my iPad. Yeah, you're you're an, you're a device reader. I'm a device I'm reader. A, yes, I love reading I on my iPad. Not. I live on my iPad for reading. All I do is read on it. Occasional YouTube videos, but I do tons of reading on my iPad and I love it. Um, what did I get? I got... I got an investing book. I forget the name. Of the t I forget the title already. Oh, it just slipped my mind. Oh, and I picked up a a, a long time um, professional development book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Oh, I have the that Stephen one. Covey book. I oh no, it's not the one I have. I have How to Win Friends and Influence People. Excellent book. Okay. Dale Carnegie, nineteen thirty four. Uh, Great book. What's the title of that again? How to Win Friends and Influence People. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Okay. It's a great book. Really, really great book. That's right. probably the first self-development book I ever read. I've read it three times. Um, I take something different away from it every time I read it. It's just such a great book. Yeah. Highly, so highly anyway. recommend. So tell us what you're reading. Come to 99% Healthy. That's two nines, the word healthy.com, and click on that Tell Michelle tab. Tell us you what you're reading. Percent? Did I say percent? I didn't say percent. I, nine, no, nine, stumbled over it. Nine, nine. Percent healthy. healthy. Did I say nine nine healthy? I think so. <laughs> Thank you for like catching that. You stumbled that. at first, and then you second time you forgot the percent. Well, by now, if you don't know, now you know. Nine nine percent healthy. Dot com. Click on the Tell Michelle tab and tell us 
what you want to hear. Tell us what you're reading. Tell us if you're enjoying the podcast, guys. This is episode 19, so we are getting closer every week. Oh, my gosh. We'll be at episode 20, and our our um, our downloads are growing. Mm. I'm getting more um, interactions on the socials every day. So hey, this we is... want to splice in your Q and A. I know you are all about this into an episode. Listen, we are dying for you're dying that listener voice feedback. He wants some voice. So head on over to anchor.fm slash ninety nine percent healthy. That's anchor.fm ninety nine percent healthy. And at the top of the page, there's a leave a message button. Go ahead and give that a click and send us your voice message. Send us a comment, a I question. Bet, I bet someone will send me a message before they send you a message. I'm oh, just saying. No, absolutely not. They're going to send me a message. They're going to send me a message first. Okay. Well, prove us wrong, guys. But we will feature you here on the show. We just love coming and chatting with you every single week. Thanks for listening to our healthy conversations. We will be back next week. Oh, we got we have a bonus episode coming up, right? Oh, maybe I wasn't supposed to say that. But stay do tuned. Do we have a bonus episode coming up? I think we do. Oh, we got some recording to do. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. Thank you for being the best part of our podcast. We appreciate your support. Give us that five-star rating, and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the 99% Healthy Podcast. 